0: Whenever someone asks me for advice, not that I can give, you know, that much advice since it's only the second year of my career, but I always just say, you know, just be present. Be nice to everybody you meet, genuinely nice, not fake because people can tell when you're fake. Just be a cool person and be there meet people, make friends, you know, help out, help each other out. And usually that's you know, you get project after project. I mean, I want my music to make people feel that they're alive too.
1: Oh yes, I love that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel most alive when I write too. So, audience can feel my passion as well. I just can't wait for people to see this amazing short
1: it's really awesome oh it sounds like a geez the music alone my goodness <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god thank you <laughs> oh,
1: fantastic job let's just
0: say that i've been known as a soy sauce girl oh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, oh all it's all good it's all good very good now you know we're all good i totally feel you about having no rest oh, because i think we just don't sleep <laughs> yeah, people yeah. who work in this industry just don't sleep
1: yep it's so so uh, true And it's funny because you learn how this thing works because the people that you're working for are not Mm -hmm. sleeping either. Yeah. So,
2: (laughs) so
0: everyone is not sleeping. You know, like I I also get emails from uh, editors who are also not sleeping, doing the same thing as me. On the call with them too, like super tired and like oh, they're also saying they have no sleep. It's the same. Everyone's in it together. Right. And then when when the product comes out that's when it gets really rewarding and you're so proud of it in the end because you're like i worked so hard for this (laughs) oh
1: yeah it's it's so worth it in the end good evening folks and welcome to the cinema after dark podcast i'm max cole the host and producer of this podcast and my goodness we are broadcasting from the entertainment capital of the world sunny los angeles california the sun has now set and that beautiful moonlight is now upon us Thanks so much for joining me on this podcast tonight. I want to remind all of you that you can listen to all of the episodes of this show if you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, make sure you or they reach out to us via the contact link that's on our website. Please make sure you have some skin in the game, though, prior to reaching out. And by skin in the game, you certainly need to have a few Credits under your belt. We value that strongly for credibility purposes and also gotta have something to talk about. Also want to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. Keep in mind that this is an information and discussion-based podcast. We do not censor ourselves and we sure the hell do not censor our guests, so please keep in mind that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Ah, oh, we've got a talented guest tonight, by the name of Miss Joy Niao, and let me tell you a little bit about Miss Niao. Originally from Malaysia, Joy Niao is a freelance composer based in Los Angeles. Her credits include work in films, concerts, animated shorts, web series, and video games. At the age of twenty-one, she had the opportunity to work on HBO's miniseries *The Night of* fx marvel's x-men spin-off series legion films such as submission and three christ as well as others joy had her music performed at the boston symphony hall by the prestigious boston pops conducted by maestro keith lockhart joy wrote the opening reel for nosferatu a symphony of horror the concert was well received and the score was played again in 2016 by the Valencia Symphony Orchestra. She's continuing to work with Valencia Symphony Orchestra and is currently writing an original score for Charlie Chaplin's The Adventurer, which will be played live to picture in a concert in August, which is this year. I'm looking forward to sharing this discussion with you. Joy is just Just a delight. I mean, she's so talented, and my gosh, she might share something wonderful here with us halfway through the uh, program. So make sure you make that fresh batch of popcorn, sit back, relax, and get comfortable while you listen to tonight's guest. Oh, my goodness, have we got... Very talented individual here with us tonight, Miss Joy, Meow, and God, I'm thrilled to have you here on the uh, <laughs> podcast here.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here.
1: My goodness, it's, it's such a treat. I really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. I have, a, I have a thing for the music minds out there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: it's, I know it's—I call it the perfect marriage there between Film and music. It really, really is. And gosh, we have so much here to discuss. So I kind of want to jump right in here and talk about your backstory a bit and give our listeners a little bit of context. Would you mind sharing, you know, where you were born and raised and how you really, you know, started getting into this composing for film type thing here how it became your passion
0: absolutely so i was born in malaysia and i was raised in shanghai in china my parents got a job there so i went to international school in china that's where i learned english and um how i got into film wow that's uh when i was young my mom told me the first movie she showed me was lion king
2: yeah and she wow
0: yeah, 1994, the year I was born, and she said I even as a kid I wanted her to repeat that movie over and over until she didn't know how to sing the beginning, the yeah. opening title. But so that was really nostalgic for me. And a lot of times I notice after not seeing a movie for a long time, like a Disney movie or Pixar movie, and then after a lot of years later, when you watch back the movies, for some reason I still remember the music, and it really gives me a really nostalgic feeling, and it brings out the story the character and it's even more impactful oh, and absolutely. Right. since i was young i was just like i want to do that i want to help people have this feeling because it's amazing it's really magical <laughs>
1: wow such an interesting um approach too so what made you choose you know the music side of things rather than being behind the camera for example or in front of the camera you know what uh, really drew you to the music
0: so i started learning piano since i was six and i always learned classical piano so i was very drawn to that And in high school i got to join the school orchestra which led me to join the sh- shanghai orchestra so being surrounded by all these instruments and like playing together and it it just inspired me wow i was always surrounded by music since i was young so yeah i think and also i don't think i can do anything else
2: (laughs) so
1: (laughs) this is
0: the only thing i can do i
2: guess
1: (laughs) so do you think by the way it was your family who kind of inspired that I
0: think so. Like, unfortunately, my parents didn't get to learn music the way I did because they Mm. grew up in the countryside where music wasn't as available, music lessons, piano lessons. So I was definitely very blessed that when they had the ability to provide those lessons for the kids, like they want us to be uh, surrounded by arts. Like we took art lessons as well, dance lessons, and just uh, constantly trying to see what we're most inspired by and most drawn towards And I guess that helped me a lot if I didn't have those lessons and those different classes my parents let me experience. I don't think I would have known that. I liked music that much.
1: Wow, interesting. Any of your other family members into it or friends?
0: Yeah, so I have a younger sister and younger brother, and they both play piano. They actually play violin as well, which I don't play, but... Oh, wow. Yeah, musical family. My sister is learning a music education right now, and my brother is also very into musical theater. and He likes to dance. We're a pretty musical family.
1: Oh, that's awesome. You know, I've got to ask you this, too. You know, since Lion King, you mentioned that, some of these really cool animated movies... Do you have like a favorite movie or is there a genre that really interests you or, you know, how about TV shows that are, you know, anything that kind of is on your screen right now? Or because I, I've got to ask you that. I mean, I, yeah. I wonder what your interests are from a film standpoint or TV standpoint.
0: I think recently the TV shows are just getting better and better. I mean, yeah. the production value, the script, it's like you're constantly, it looks like you're watching a very, very long movie when you watch a TV <laughs> That's
2: show. That's so true.
0: So yeah, like I, I really like a lot of TV shows. Like, I mean, the show I recently worked on, The Night of, was a really spectacular show. Uh, Legion, that's le- recently out, it's very a very awesome oh, show yes. too. But I also love animation movies. I also like dramas. You know, uh, The Green Mile is probably my favorite movie. Oh yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. The score is absolutely beautiful, yeah. and I love Thomas yeah. Stephen. <laughs> oh <good>.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so good stuff. yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you have anyone that also inspires you?
0: I think Thomas Newman definitely is a huge inspiration. Um, I just love how his music gives space to the audience to feel what they want to feel. Like he's not really forcing anything onto you, but he just leaves you space. And I think that's really amazing. It's really hard to do that, but still be effective.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any others that... uh any other composers come to mind?
0: Um, well, John Williams is definitely a classic. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone loves, loves John Williams. Yeah. And he's absolutely amazing and a huge inspiration. Alexander Desplat is great too. My coach Giacchino, like mm, So many yeah. composers out there. That's why I moved to LA. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. By the way, what's your take, I guess, on the lack of female representation from a film composing standpoint?
0: Yeah, we definitely do. However, I feel like the awareness is getting...
1: Yeah, it's
2: changing.
0: It's changing. Like, I mean, this year, Mika Levi, like mm-hmm. there was a woman composer yep. nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. So, you know, there definitely is a voice and we, you know, need more help to bring that voice out there. But there are a huge movement and I'm very thrilled to be a part of it.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have you experienced any difficulties too because of that? Just because of gender?
0: Well, I don't think the difficulties per se, but... Yeah. There will be comments here and there that are a little bit uncomfortable. Like I was pitching for a commercial and the director, it was all through email. I sent him my demo Mm -hmm. and he wanted to meet me because he's like, oh, I love your music. Let's meet. But the first comment he said when he met me was, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I just... I I didn't realize that you look like that. I just oh didn't my. expect you look like that. And wow. I was there like pretty shocked cuz it's my first gig meeting a, you know, and I was and I moved to Los Angeles, my first pitch, you know, first director meeting and that's the first comment I got
2: oh, which geez. was
0: a little bit difficult here but you know, I realized that in those situations how you um how you can handle it is basically just throw them back the question that you don't need to be angry or harsh about it but just ask him to further explain what they mean so I
2: just asked him what do you mean so he was,
0: it, it was really because then the person find it really hard to explain Yeah. because they, they realize that what they just said was pretty
1: rude <laughs> So I put mean, it's him not... in the sunken place Sorry, <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> he, he just started to <laughs>
0: yeah I mean it's okay It's but it's not really a difficulty I don't see it that way right but there definitely needs to be a change and i feel that it is happening so i'm really excited about it
1: yeah very very cool uh it's people like you that are you know making it happen too you know what i mean it's, uh-huh. it's really awesome when you're
0: trying to <laughs> yeah that's yeah,
1: really cool now are there any places in la that influence your work i ask this question to composers because there's places that inspire me here
2: ah, so okay. i wonder
1: if there's any places that kind of inspire you to trigger mm-hmm. a thought of some sort?
0: That's a really interesting question. There's one place that really draws me to it. It's a uh, Getty Museum.
2: Oh, I love that place.
0: It's a gorgeous place. And I don't know, I just like to go there, especially when it's warm out, to just go up the hill and then look at the scenery. It's absolutely gorgeous. And you're yeah. surrounded by, it. And in the summer, there are even like live performances as well. Yep. So it's just a nice place to be quiet for a while. And just, it's a nice place for me to collect my thoughts and have a little break. Absolutely. I love that place. <laughs> nice
1: nice do you like the griffith observatory too
0: yes that's that's also a really really nice place for oh, sure Yes, but yeah. I'm, I'm more drawn towards getty museum like uh, i don't know why the for some too. reason
1: a lot of good artwork too <laughs> well
0: and of course the ocean oh yes you know any of the beaches malibu and santa monica like it's just la is a great city
1: there's so many places to go that are serene that are just yeah, magical
0: it absolutely is <laughs> wow
1: cool now how do composers and folks like you who are creating this wonderful music get into it generally speaking i mean how do you go from somebody who may be doing some work somewhere else to really diving in the industry or like you know say you first come out to los angeles What are some ways of really getting into this thing?
0: I'm a firm believer of there's no certain way, but there are a couple of ways that most people take the routes, which is one of the cases to become a composer's assistant as this thing, composer who has been working in Los Angeles for a while in Mm -hmm. the entertainment business. And then you become their assistant and you learn from them, see how their workflow is, see how they handle their clients, you know, how they compose. Like it's really good. I think a a great learning experience. That's just one way. Not everyone becomes assistants right away. You know, some people freelance
1: yeah because that's what sorry. i wonder sorry to interrupt you there because one of the things that i wonder is how you even find those particular types of gigs you know are those uh, I, broadcasts I see. Or, or there's advertised
0: a lot of it is online but i found oh, cool. that the, yeah but i do find that the most effective way or the most common of how someone can become some someone else's assistant is usually because someone knows them ah. it's all because of connection right so in my case i became a tv composer jeff bruce's assistant because i went to school at berkeley in boston berkeley yep. college of music mm-hmm. and they had a website and he posted something that he needed an intern but how you get hired from the intern is also because i think personality a lot right. of times also luck it's usually it's not because of your that much about your talent i mean you have to have it but at the same time it's the people skills is if you match together if you are the right place at the right time that usually works so, That's so true yeah, yeah i think this industry is really really based on networking it's right. about who you know about who you're friends with who you're drawn towards who is drawn towards you All which right. is a very interesting business i think
1: yeah i think so too it's hard because i think it's just how do you even find The people that you can chat with or communicate with, because oh, it's so
0: hard. Oh, it's just (laughs) sorry to interrupt you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, no, no. It's it is. uh, You know, feel free to interrupt as much as you (laughs) want because I'm just fascinated by this. And I, you know, I think there's always been like this glass door that's up. I think between those that want to get into this thing and try to do this thing, and those that are like it's really. Yeah. uh, No matter what you do, no matter what part of the industry you're in. It's complicated. It's not easy.
0: And a lot of times I think what people forget, I mean, not that I know too much because this is my second year in the industry, but I feel that a lot of times people try to force themselves to fit. But like, honestly, you just need to be who you are. And like, if it doesn't match with one person, it doesn't matter because- you will find your circle. And that's something like a mentor at Berkeley told me, he was like, you don't need to try to fit in anywhere. You just need to find your circle. And once you have that, you're so happy. And I feel that I did find so far and it's the happiest thing. And, you know, a a lot of times people just think it's like, oh, I have to be a certain way, but you really don't have to. because It goes with like relationships as well. You know, friendships, relationships, it's the same. Like you can't be anyone by yourself, right? So you got to start there.
1: Good point. Well, yeah, come back to networking in a little bit, because I do want to ask you some questions about that, because it's been really effective for you. And I want to talk about that a bit more here in a little bit. Now, one of the questions that comes to mind, I think, when you're thinking of, you know, folks that are creating from their mind is, do you have a certain visual in mind when you compose? you create or does it come afterwards
0: it depends because when you're writing for visuals then of course the visuals come first or actually sometimes you can read the script Mm -hmm. and i've been fortunate enough where the directors you know involved me really early in the process and already sent me scripts and that's really helpful too because then i picture in the story but the story always comes first if you're writing for visual or if you're writing for a story but if you're composing like without any visual that's a different story but for film composing i think the story comes first
1: yeah do you do a little bit of both like do you create pieces and then place them later
0: yeah i do that too you know Mm -hmm. like if if the process starts really early and i got the script you know i know the story the the characters relationships what's going on the main themes then i go ahead and create themes first without the visual just based on the story and i can you know send it to the director see what he or she thinks and Mm -hmm. go from there but there's no set way but it's really helpful to have a theme first yeah. when you already start writing for something, even though there's no visuals yet or they haven't shoot it yet.
1: Oh yeah. Good point. And by the way, is music timeless to you? Does it have an expiration date?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> it does <is> not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I kind of think it's, it's timeless too, as well. No doubt. Yeah. About that. I, I mean, it's a
0: soulful is, thing. Like it's yeah. really soulful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think. Yeah. Film is very similar in that regard. I do. Exactly. Think. You know, I, I look at older films now and I, really appreciate him sometimes even more than i do yeah. when i first saw it so same with music you
0: know yeah it's it's that's why they work so well together too i think
1: yeah another good point geez killing me here it's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> what's been the most rewarding and difficult parts of your journey thus far because obviously this journey is really just beginning there's so many possibilities so i'd love to kind of hear what's been difficult and what's been really rewarding just thus far you know
0: i think think there's two things i have in mind right now i think one of the most challenging projects i did was the project i did with boston pops yes where i wrote music for a 50-piece orchestra and they play it live to picture and that was when i was still at berkeley and that was actually the first experience have a composer write their themes and then you arrange their themes so that was the first experience i had and that's nice. really in the industry like uh, a lot of big composers you know they write a theme and then their assistants or additional writers arrange it orchestrate it so it's really similar and that was the first experience i
1: had at school by the way so, do you mind explaining what live to pictures for those that aren't familiar with that term
0: ah uh, so we write the score The score is already done. We write it to picture and then we make the scores. We print them out and give it to players. And the conductor conducts the piece as the movie is playing in the concert hall. So So you're basically it's like watching a movie, but the music is played live. Right. So it's a really incredible experience.
1: Yeah, I love that. By the way, I love going to and out in L.A., they have these often where have you gone to any uh, pictures like that? You know, where you've.
0: Yes. In the Hollywood Bowl, I I saw the Harry Potter. Oh, Oh, nice! That had to be fantastic. Amazing! Wow! Phenomenal! Like I forget that I'm listening to the players playing live because there was just the Hollywood Bowl was incredible.
1: Yeah. By the way, when you watch like a film now and you hear the score do you see it from a different lens because i do with when i watch movies now i'm looking at all the technical aspects sometimes i even I miss what's going on <laughs> I
0: do. actually that's interesting because i just yeah. had a conversation with one of the cinematographers i work with he said that when he watches movies too he also analyzes oh this angle this camera angle that yep. color oh they're using this and that technique and i'm like i do the same thing
2: <laughs>
0: with music ah,
2: uh, interesting
1: but-
0: I try not to do that though, because it does take me away from the experience. So I watch movies twice or three times. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) the first time I enjoy it, (laughs) and
0: then the second time, and when I watch it, I'll pay more attention. But it's hard not to, just because that's what you do.
1: Right, right, so true. Once it starts, it's just hard to stop that process. Your mind just
2: doesn't,
1: you know. You start to Uh, dissect it, break it down, and oh goodness, yeah. (laughs) Now you know your process. You know. Is much of it improvisation or is a lot of it composition? Because I would imagine it's a mix, but I'm so curious.
0: Well, it's definitely a mix. It's, it really depends. It sounds a little cliche to say, but what inspires me at the moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. What, how I do it actually is, you know, if I watch some, uh, I watch a scene and then I play it on the piano, first I record it. So that's just basically improvising, right? Oh, yeah. But then mm-hmm. I go back in and then I fix things. And then i I try to. Oh wait, that you know that didn't sound as great. You know maybe I can do this. And then I go in and go look at the detail. But I like to do that when I just watch a scene and then just play along with the scene because then it's like exactly what I feel at the moment. Yeah, it's it, you can't really get that moment back unless you're there. And <laughs> it sounds a little right. cliche, but no, no, no. It's <laughs> a,
1: yeah, I, I get it. I, I get what you're saying. I kind of wonder too. Like, is that your creative flow right there? Do you yeah. what gets the juices flowing? That kind of a process.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, every composer has different ways, of course. But for me, it definitely comes from the piano first, just Mm -hmm. because I'm a piano player. I think that's where my roots are. So that's at least how I start most of my things. But Mm -hmm. of course, it varies projects to projects, for sure.
1: Right. (laughs) You know, like with these pianos now, they're so different than they used to be. Do you have an appreciation for a certain type of piano now or...
0: I really miss my piano at home in Shanghai <laughs> Oh, why?
1: <wise, laughs> yeah, like, so curious. because
0: now like, you know, you don't have, I mean, you just graduated from college or mm-hmm. just started working. It's kind of hard to have a piano right now. I mean, I can't really afford it, but I do miss the time where I have a real <laughs> right. piano.
2: Ah, I miss
1: okay. that because okay.
0: that's my piano, you know, like at school, yeah. you know, you go to practice rooms and all that, but it's different
1: when you have your own piano. So what about these, you know, electric ones, you know, you plug in, you got the midis, you got the,
0: yes, uh, the, the midis, Yeah, the midis, you They're definitely not the same. Of course, you know, whenever you can use a real piano or a real instrument, it sounds more alive than the uh, MIDI, for sure. Right, right. <laughs> but nowadays, it's all about MIDI, a lot of times, because of the budgets.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is the textile different, too, from a touch and feel standpoint?
0: Sorry, what was your question? Oh Yeah,
1: yeah textile. <laughs> Actually, you might have, might have thought I meant tech style, but I mean, like, oh. textile, like, the way that it feels, the, the keys, and when you...
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely different, of yeah. course, because it's a real piano. It's not going to have that acoustic sound.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I guess the the natural way is the best way. Do you feel that way about plugins too? Like cuz there's so many different plugins now That's and sometimes bad.
0: I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a
1: billion of them it seems like. Endless. There really
0: is. I think the music now a lot of it's synthesized. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's com- well, it's computer generated. That's why I I get so excited when my music plays live to picture because I hear the instruments. It's not by computer. I miss that. That's such an organic sound that it's very hard for uh, MIDI to create that.
1: So you don't like the synth stuff? You don't like the synth style? No, I
0: I do too. I mean, of course, there's, you know, the new score is like... yeah, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. All synths. It's That's amazing. Awesome. Like this it. So it's a different style. You okay. know, like, it's electronic. But, of course, I'm more drawn towards organic, real instruments. Mm-hmm. But I still love synthesizer music, too.
1: Okay, okay. Now, let's describe your sound or how you want people to feel in a couple of <laughs> words. If I met you on an elevator and I said, you know, how would you describe your sound in a couple of words? It's
0: so <laughs> difficult, but... <laughs>
1: I love that
2: question.
0: I am very drawn to the word nostalgic, nostalgia. So I will say that. Mm, (laughs) I mean, different, even if I'm writing something action, an action piece, I hope, I mean, after, you know, the audience watched the short film or Mm. uh, the film, they would still at least feel like, wow, my energy is all the way up to my head. Like I'm so you know, I wish my music can feel that way. And that's a type of nostalgia too, I think. Oh yes. If you think back, I would say nostalgia. <laughs> oh good. Good
1: deal. Yeah. That's that's a great word to use, I think.
0: <laughs> I love it, that word. I'm so drawn to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. Especially as a storyteller. You know, yeah. you, you just want that. And whether you're behind the camera or in front of it or no matter Absolutely. what you're making music, you just want that. That's what yeah, you're aimed for.
2: Exactly.
0: That makes you feel more alive.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, I want my music to make people feel that they're alive, too.
1: Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel most alive when I write, too. Yeah. So, audience can feel my passion as well.
1: Oh, that's cool. By the way, when you're writing, can you hear it?
0: Yes, I do hear it. Because yeah. I kind of sing it a lot of times. I'm okay. a really melodic person. Yeah, so, it- as I'm writing, for some, sub- I kind of can hear what the next step is. It's a subconscious thing. Like, it ah. kind of just naturally leaves you know my hand just plays that note automatically after this note or something like that i think that's a person's sound because yeah. i don't think anyone else can have that by you that's right. what i think is so unique like when you're in the moment it's so so alive i'm gonna use that word again <laughs> it is.
1: and it's organic it's very natural it's natural. like it's yeah it's this interesting phenomenon it's kind of hard to articulate with words because it's right. it's similar to me like as a filmmaker. I'm visualizing scenes before they even manifest or
0: right. it's in you. It's like yeah. your creativity. That's, you know, you can't your teach soul, that. I think, yeah, no, I don't think so. You right. really can't. You can teach a person the techniques of like, I don't know how to sh- film things, how to write music, how to act, but it's in the person. I think you can't really teach that individuality. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: oh yes. Oh yes. Very, very true. Now what's your ideal composing gig
0: my dear oh man (laughs) (laughs) i would like to score a feature next because i've been working on you know short film video games and concert work i haven't scored a feature film that would be my next goal
1: nice (laughs) so from beginning to end you wanted to put your stamp on that huh
0: yeah Yeah. that's my goal
1: any particular (laughs) genre
0: i like most genres besides horror. Uh, oh, uh, besides
1: <laughs> horror? <laughs> oh, Boo. my goodness, that's a
0: really bad to say. I shouldn't Boo. say that. Well, I'm like-
1: as a composer, you're not like, allowed to say that. No.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. I do. actually, I do. It's funny because recently, I just got two horror shorts. Nice. So that's just me saying it. I have a personal fear for them, but
2: <laughs> I do write.
0: And how I do this, unless I don't look at the,
1: <laughs> I don't
2: look <laughs> like at the screen.
1: What? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny because without the music, it's not as scary. Because like the music <laughs> and the jump scares, that all comes oh, from man. the composer.
0: Yeah, when it's five a.m. in the morning and you're writing this kind of music, it's enough. <laughs> yeah, I need a break. I need to go to bed. <laughs> but no, I shouldn't say that. I do like horror films too. I don't watch them as much right. as other films. Right. Yeah, I just that. <laughs> but um, I guess, and uh, I like fantasy. Yeah, you know, I like animation. I like action. I like drama. Mm. Like it's, it's hard to say. And. Yeah. Action!
1: you get those those really harsh strong quick notes you know right i
0: mean it's your blood is just going crazy
1: right so when you're alone do you just like thrash around because i have a buddy chris who he's a composer and he just he says he just spends most of his day like thrashing around his dogs are looking at him all crazy as his neighbors, if they could look in, he said they would think he was nuts. <laughs> I, and I always see composers, and you all like are in like another zone. There, I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: the hands <laughs> starts mean, going. I,
0: I guess we do have. I mean, anyone who's creative, I'm sure you guys have that too. a yeah. like, respect. I don't know. Like when I'm driving, I think a, a lot of times I get lost in my thought, which is not a good thing when you're driving.
2: But <laughs>
0: I do get. Or when I'm washing my face, if there's just specific moments in the mm. day where I'm like zoned out and, and then I forget. What did I just think about just that? I just get lost in thought. Right. But I think anyone who's creative would have moments like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Absolutely.
0: I love people watching as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's creepy. Yes, I love people watching. <laughs> yeah, me
1: too. It's, I mean, people do the most interesting things, I, I
0: think. Yeah, and I'm so curious about their story. Like, yeah. I mean... You and you see in your coffee shop, and you just look across, and you see someone sitting there. I just wonder, like, where do you come from? Well, what's her story? Like, what's yeah. his story?
1: Her story? Oh, yes. What's
0: they're about? I'm so curious. I mean, that's why I love movies yeah. and anything visual, because it's like, what is your story?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I've got to ask you this before we go to our break here. What qualities does a good composer? possess.
0: I think you have to be really intuitive. You have to understand emotion. You have to understand how to work with people. You have to be passionate about what you do. I mean, that's the same for everything else, but you have to want to bring the story out to people. You have to have a passion.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely.
0: But also very understanding of your emotions.
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I can see that actually.
0: Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Or else you won't do a good job. I mean, you won't the director might be like, I wanted this to be, you know, feeling this certain way. This person is very nostalgic about his childhood or something. You know, you, your music has to feel that and you have to understand what that feels like, I think. So you're living, you're alive. That's really important, too.
1: Oh, I love that. Now, Joy, I think this is a great place here to take a short break, give you a chance to reset. We'll also give our listeners a chance to reset because I want to come back here and pick your brain a bit. But... I want to play something that is a really wonderful track of yours titled Winter and Early Spring Soundtrack for those that haven't had an opportunity to hear that yet. And then we'll come back, you know, a little bit after the break and discuss some more uh, goodies here. How does that sound to you?
0: That sounds great.
1: Okay, folks. We'll open your ears here, folks. We're going to play a wonderful, wonderful piece that Miss Joy Meow has composed for you and then we're going to return here with more of miss joy Meow after this break so listen up folks and we'll be right back mm-hmm. is that beautiful <laughs> thank you
2: so much
1: that's such a wonderful uh piece there but folks welcome back here to the cinema after dark podcast you've heard just a wonderful wonderful ah oh, geez composition that was just fantastic but we're continuing <laughs>
0: <Thank
1: you. laughs> we're continuing a discussion here with miss joy Miao, and she has so kindly discussed her journey into the industry shared some of her influences and talked to us about posing a bit you know took us behind the scenes there a little bit and shared this lovely piece here titled winter and early spring soundtrack now i've got to ask you about this because what was your inspiration behind this piece it's so beautiful i wonder if there's a story behind it
0: so this is actually for an upcoming animation by stephanie alexander she's so talented when i pitched for this animation actually it was just um Drawings. It wasn't wow. animated yet, but the characters were so gorgeous. And basically, the story is about this girl who is the image of winter. She's you know enjoying her time, and then suddenly spring has a, uh, another girl who is ah. personated by spring. She came along and started disrupting her. You know the snow. You know her winter wonderland. So they run around, chase around a little bit, but they reach the understanding in the end. So it's it's really cute and wonderful animation that stephanie had did and i think that was the main inspiration behind this piece because so this is the opening oh, uh, for this animation and she this gorgeous girl is just walking around and in, in the snow and enjoying the ice that she did the wind so i think i just wanted to incorporate that in my music as well to be very fantastical oh, winter yeah it just
1: amazes me how you put that together. I'm blown away by that. I, I just damn it when you hear the visual behind it, you could totally see that manifest with that yeah. wonderful <laughs> like arrangement of notes uh gosh instruments there's so many different instruments a little bit of flute in there yeah,
0: yeah there's a person singing yeah. <laughs> she's my roommate who is singing by the way she's really gorgeous yeah gorgeous what? gorgeous voice yeah it's wow. all my roommates <laughs> she's also a berkeley grad as well but wow. yeah it's, i was fortunate in that project i got to you know record vocals and uh, i got to record flutes guitar the score also has guitar which is also the personification of spring so i have guitar you know p- live piano live strings it was incredible when I was no. recording. I was having the best time.
1: My goodness, how long does it yeah. take to put together something like that?
0: It depends. I think I probably wrote the music in a few days. Wow. I think that the prep work for I got the guitar player because I don't play guitar myself, but you know, I rehearsed with him a couple times. You know, that took a few days, and then recording it only probably took an hour uh, or two hours i would say two hours wow the players are amazing and everyone was just very professional they were very on top of everything so yeah sessions usually go by really quick and you have to the preparation work is what takes a lot of time
1: oh god how fun is that (laughs) it's so
0: fun like i i got (laughs) to work for guitar i mean i've never written for guitar before so it's great it's a wonderful wonderful experience
1: yeah shout out to everybody who worked on that and stephanie too yeah
0: yeah, oh amazing. I can't wait for it to, you know, she's on the end process of it now. Now it's just coloring, but I just can't wait for people to see this amazing short. It's really awesome.
1: Oh, it sounds like a Geez, the music alone. My goodness. <laughs>
2: oh my God, thank you. <laughs>
1: oh, fantastic job. Now, you've got so many things going on. You've got a of composer assistant credits. I know you mentioned that at the beginning of, you know, the podcast here. You know, Shades yeah. of Blue, CSI, Cyber, The Night Of. American Gothic, Power, gosh, Channel Zero, Bull.
0: Legion just Legion. came out. Yeah, Legion. <laughs> it's <laughs> time amazing. After time. I mean,
1: that's so fantastic. How? <laughs>
0: well, i the composer, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, but how does that work? How do opportunities like that sort of manifest? And you kind of mentioned a, a bit in the uh, beginning of this uh, conversation, but you've been rather busy over the past two years and have. Have really oh. been exposed to some fantastic projects so you know can you take us behind the scenes
0: yeah i was definitely very fortunate i got to witness so many cool projects like you just mentioned i mean legion the night of they're just spectacular it's such really awesome shows I was very fortunate to be involved in it i was just in the music department of course but i got to see behind the scenes um how yeah. the composer you know composed his music and we we do have you know quite not a big team but we do have five to six people working in our team so everyone knows their do their know what tasks they are in charge of and we work together the process of bringing it all and recording the music it was just so much fun
1: wow knowing how to do that now now do you feel more confident as a composer yeah being able to see everything
0: Absolutely. I think a huge part of being an assistant, you know, of course, you learn from the composer, but you also learn the whole process. Okay, this is how they put together, you know, how the project starts, then what? what's the next point? And then what's next? And I was fortunate, you know, super fortunate to witness so many cool shows. Every one of the shows have their own different ways mm-hmm. of how it all develops. So that. Helped me, I think, in the future when I do have my own show or my, my own movie, then I know, you know, what the process is, what to take note of, how to be more efficient. Yeah. So it's
1: when ad preparation meets the opportunity there, right?
0: Yeah. I don't think I would have learned that in school. Yeah. Those things you to learn in school, you have to really be there to ex- experience it. I also got to like see the music being recorded at Warner Brothers at the bridge. Oh my! Capitol, like you know, just being at those studios where you know so many composers, musicians—they have recorded there. It's it's really inspiring.
1: It's mind-boggling to say the least. I I think <laughs> that's very inspiring, and uh, you know, I appreciate you kind of sharing what that experience is like. Are those long days, or do the days go oh, quickly because?
0: days go quickly for sure because <laughs> yeah. it's very busy. Uh, you know there's so many shows going on at once that's why you need a team but it does take up a lot of your work so you know it's i, I also learned from last year being an assistant i still am an assistant now for a different composer called awesome. Joe Goodman. Yeah. we work mostly on documentary right now but it's finding the balance between you know being an assistant but also being your own composer that's the constant thing that i'm i was struggling with mm. but this year i really i think i found the balance that i I'm very comfortable that i still have my own projects going on while i'm assisting a composer so i think it's perfect it's like a day job and a night job
1: <laughs> you know what's funny about that and folks don't even know this about me when i first got to los angeles that's what i was doing i was assisting editors directors i was on set like constantly it was so tiring i remember because it was oh, so, bad. oh gosh. And it was so difficult to find that balance because there would be times when I would be out to like work, you know, a full time gig and then I would then I would be working as an assistant and running oh, all over different parts oh. of the town. I remember like just really bad sleep schedule. But those are the things that you do that really lead to the opportunities that manifest later in your career.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, there are other ways too, but yes, that's definitely the most common way. And oh, yes. I totally feel you about having no rest oh, because i think we just don't sleep yeah, <laughs> people yeah. who work in this industry just don't sleep
1: yep it's so so uh, true and it's funny because you learn how this thing works because the people that you're working for are not mm-hmm. sleeping either yeah so. <laughs>
2: like, so
0: everyone is not sleeping you know yeah. like i also get emails from uh, editors who are also not sleeping yep. doing the same thing as me you know on the call with them too like super tired and like oh they're also saying they have no sleep it's the same everyone's in it together right. and then when, when the product comes out that's when it gets really rewarding and you're yeah. so proud of it in the end because you're like i worked so hard for this <laughs> oh
1: yeah it's it's so worth it in the end it's super yeah. worth. It's so true. Glad you said that. That's what it's all about, right there. That's what we all aim for. You know that that end yeah. product. That's uh, so many sleepless hours go into. Uh, so, and that's everybody. You know, that's it's not just it, It's just everybody. Everybody that's involved. So yeah,
0: um, it's good to know that not just you, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Seriously. By the way, is there anything crazy that you've ever done? Like, is there any weird thing that you've ever had to do? Because I remember once having to run. Across town during an, actually it's a music video shoot, and I remember leaving the set and having to run across town to get a sword. I brought back the sword as a prop.
2: A sword, yeah, a sword, <laughs> and it
1: wasn't even used in the video. I was so oh, mad. Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> Wow, well, uh,
1: really- <laughs>
0: wow, let me think. I, I mean, um, I don't think i done- of course, there are some really random errands that you have to do as an assistant, yeah, for sure. Any food but, runs, uh, any
1: crazy food runs? I've had to do some wild food runs.
0: Oh, wow, I did have a crazy food story, but I don't think I can say that <laughs> on the podcast. Oh,
2: rats, <laughs> boo. Just
0: let's just Let's just say. That I've been known as a soy sauce girl, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all oh good. My. It's all good. We're good now. You know, we're all good. We're, we're good. It's, that's the thing. Like you take those stories and then you say it as a as a funny thing in the end. Who cares? Oh, yes. it's, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's
1: it is. It just becomes something you laugh about later. It really is. Yeah.
0: It's experience. You know, 20 years down the line, I'm going to think back, be like, oh, wow, I can't believe I just did that or like that just happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) awesome. Soy sauce, girl, I see. A little soy sauce. I'm curious (laughs) about that. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I got to ask you about, you know, the uh, Nasratu project you mentioned uh, can yeah. you talk about that a bit because and also the networking aspect of that how that led to meeting the head of the uh, valencia symphony orchestra and, out here in california and also you know what led to you know the upcoming silent film concert that you're writing the yeah. whole charlie chaplin the adventurer oh, uh, project that's, that's, that's going to premiere in august please great. let's talk about this sure awesome manifestation. okay
0: so all the way from the beginning, Berkeley has a course called uh, S- a Scoring for Style of Films. And that's a pretty... It's the, one of the toughest classes in the film scoring department. And what people have to apply. And the teachers only choose six to eight people. Mm. I was very fortunate that... Wow. <laughs> the... Our professor, Sheldon Merowitz, who is also an Emmy-nominated composer in LA, he chose me. And me and seven other students, we wrote an orchestra score for Nosferatu. And it was played in Boston Symphony Hall by the Boston Pops and conducted by Keith Lockhart. So that experience was, like I said, in the first half of the podcast, it's the first experience of what's it like to be someone else's assistant? Because you know, our professor, Sheldon, will write the themes and then we take the themes and we develop it and arrange it add our own flavor to it and then we make the scores we do the rehearsals it's just a it's a cool experience that i i feel that i was fortunate enough to be part of before i was in this industry so that was performed in uh, symphony hall boston symphony hall 2015 of october and halloween night
1: oh yeah this nas um, is about isn't about like a the vampire. vampire it's like
0: yeah. sucking the blood out <laughs> of folks yeah so it was a horror again a horror film (laughs) (laughs) i can't run away from a
1: horror film but yes
0: horror film and so in 2016 uh the Halloween of last year, the Valencia Symphony Orchestra reached out to us and said they want to perform our score with their new up-and-coming now called Valencia Symphony Orchestra. So that was such an amazing opportunity. A lot of the composers were here in LA. I made sure to go to all the rehearsals because I was just really excited about it because, you know, you get to hear your score played live again. And out of the... Uh, I, I think me and two other friends who always been at the rehearsal, I think we got to know the director more, the conductor more. he would invite us to his place for barbecue. And we just talk oh. about you know our job, you know, what is sp- same as what we're doing now. Like you got to know each other. And the director, uh, Andre Asaciente, he just said, hey, like, do you and, you know, the three of you want to write a new score with me? Like, wow. let's let's write another score and we can perform it live. That will be four of ours you know just the four of us we were going to work on this oh fantastic and yeah. actually that made me think you know of course the three of us are not you know we're not the best composers of the group per se but i feel that it's because we did put time and effort into getting to know him not because we wanted something out of it but just genuinely yeah. be there and wanted to support being the rehearsals helping out that is why we got another gig
1: oh yes yeah. absolutely
0: and so you know it goes back to the when you're in, in this industry, yes, you have to have your chops and, you know, you know, you have to be prepared. You have to be, you have to have talent. But at the same time, it's really important to just be there, yeah. to be present and, you know. Be and be cool.
1: You've got to be cool. Yeah, equal- too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: we're pretty cool.
1: <laughs>
0: and then opportunities would just come yeah it's really we weren't trying to get another opportunity but it just came just because we matched we just got along with andre really well so
1: and you're talented uh, i'm gonna be being <laughs> modest but you are talented
0: <laughs> uh, yes but other composers are too you know everyone right. else in the team too so i think whenever someone asks me for advice not that i can give you know that much advice since it's only the second year of my career but i always just say you know you just be present be nice to everybody you meet genuinely nice not fake because people can tell when you're fake just be a cool person and be there meet people make friends you know help out help each other out and usually that's you know you get project after project i mean right now i'm also scoring five films who are going into los angeles asian pacific film festival right
1: funny you stole my thunder i was just gonna ask you about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I think that's phenomenal. What what are So with the titles, it's Plaza Boulevard. You've got Uncle Eddie. You've got Man of My Dreams and uh, Lolo Pepe. Pepe. Yeah, Lolo oh, Pepe. My.
0: Misunderstanding. Yeah. And the reason why I got that, honestly, is just because I was at an event for film creations. Is a uh, all the Filipino actors, filmmakers, directors, you know, everyone who's working in the entertainment industry. It's a networking event. I yeah. just went there. And then in the beginning of the event, they made everyone stand up to do a, you know, 10 second introduction to yourself, tell us who you are and all that. And then it went around the room. I was the only composer. Wow. So, of course, I got all the gigs because I was there. And like, <laughs> of course, I think I'm a pretty cool person, too. So I yeah. got the gigs. <laughs> they liked me and that's how it happened. And I think it's just because I was there. At the right place for the time. who knew like i i really didn't know it would lead to this but it worked out so i'm i'm very happy to be involved in all these projects and like, i can't wait to
1: show it in the festival one thing that sticks out about you too and you know we've obviously been talking for a limited amount of time but you kind of get a feel for people's energy and you are somebody who definitely radiates a lot of positive energy <laughs> and you could tell that you really love what you do
0: yeah i think i just i don't think i have any like calculations or you know like any backstabbing feeling I, i'm just you know that's it like here here am i, I yeah. i'm an open book. what you Everyone, see
1: is what you get huh
0: yeah like this is me you don't like me sorry or like you know it's just like that and like i think i'm also really talkative <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a that's good, good a, thing so i don't know it just attracted people with the same energy and that's something that i really believe in like right. so i i have a circle that i'm really happy in oh, i mean stuff. of course i want to get to meet uh, new people and stuff but at least right now, I'm really happy with people who I surround myself with and the energy I attract and the energy I put out. That's just, it makes someone really happy.
1: Absolutely. I think that's one thing, too. That's the only thing we can control. One thing that I think really helped me, Joy, is the fact that I think that you can only control your actions and how you treat other people and how you exactly. respond to adversity. And- exactly. The rest you just can't. But people can remember how they feel when they're around you or how you made them feel. That's one thing they're going to remember.
0: Yeah, I want to leave a positive mark. Like, that's how I I feel. Like, whenever I meet someone, like, even if it's some random person in the coffee shop, like, I mean, I I probably won't see you again, but I hope I left a positive mark on you you, or at least not a negative one. Like
1: Or some soy sauce, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man, bring it (laughs) up. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just that's it like that's that's to it it's just that simple i don't have any second thoughts about it so
1: oh fantastic that is the right mindset to have i swear it's because like attracts like as you said it really does it sounds cliche but it's so true
0: i'm such a cliche person (laughs) 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 i believe but i do i totally totally stand up to that and yeah i have a lot I'm only 22 but you know there are moments where i'm like ah that's what they're talking about like oh i see this is this is why i set up for what i believe in like even those cliche
1: <laughs> right right, that's good stuff by the way kind of back to composing for a second in the technical side are there any software or hardware or tools that you prefer to use when you are creating music
0: uh, so the main daw that i use is digital performer ah. which not a lot of composers are using now i think most composers are using you know pro tools or cubase for logic i decided to stay with digital performer just just because berkeley taught us and like right now that my job is also using that with a documentary composer and i think it's so useful for film like there's a lot of things that db can do that other daws can't vice versa but i'm just most comfortable with that you know mm-hmm. and i have my rig set up at home you know like nice speakers of my screens a good workstation like it's comfortable and um i use vienna sambo pro which i'm uh-huh. sure a lot of composers do you know and then for scores i use sibelius you know and, and then yeah. all the other sample libraries that everyone used there's so many <laughs> it's hard to keep up right I know. Coming up, it, but, um, it's
1: insane right do you experiment with them a lot do you play like do you just Try to create new sounds?
0: Yeah, I mean, so sampling is super fun. That's... Yeah. Because then you can record your own... It doesn't have to be an instrument, just any sound effect. And you can make a cool sound out of it. And that's something really unique in your score, which I think a lot of successful scores have a really unique sound to it that is not typical that any other composers use mm-hmm. yeah so i i like to sample things too i'm not a huge sound designer person but I, you know i have friends who like to do sound design and like i just pick their brain sometimes and you know uh hit things smack things and make <laughs> sounds and then make instruments out of it yeah i do that a lot too <laughs> Nice. And I also have my favorite job too. Like at the studio, like we got to record, you know, scraping of different instruments to oh. have different textures and make it sound creepy or like, you know, mm-hmm. banging on a typewriter. You know, there's just so many things you can do with things around you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an instrument.
1: Oh, good stuff. See that's that's uh I love that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's so organic and just fun. You know, you get to it's play fun. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I've gotta do something here to you, Joy, that I do to all of my guests and i can't tell you that it's going to be fun it might be a little painful it might be like those horror films oh god okay (laughs) oh my and i've got to do this to you i mean you've been so wonderful and i really hate to do this to you but it's something that god i'm kind of looking forward to doing to you i'm actually there's a cynical side of me that's really looking forward to this Okay, and, let's see. All right so are you do you and I, I'm gonna give you an opportunity though because I am a gentleman when it comes to this I I, I you know I, I gotta ask you if you want to opt out of it because I will give you that opportunity if you want to opt out you know okay but
0: so what is this? Oh, do I have to say if yeah, I want to opt out to, now?
1: Yeah, isn't that kind of crazy? Isn't that terrible of me?
0: Wow, well, I don't know what it is though. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna be brave and say I won't opt out.
1: Nice. I love that. All right. Well Oh my god, I'm gonna regret this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, know, I'm gonna yeah. give you another second. I'm gonna give you one more opportunity to pull out of this. Just because
2: this is fine. you want to, you no, want to, no you're, you're,
1: fine. you're going in. I'm going in. Oh, my.
0: Audience, God. turn off their speaker. <laughs> <laughs> turn off speaker right now. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well. <laughs> now, Joy, this is the part of the show. All that for this. Where I ask our guests. Do to I know share. the
2: score? No, no,
1: no. That was actually be a good segment, though. But now I'm going to ask you to share a fun fact about yourself particularly something that people don't know so this has got to be something that folks listening to this podcast oh. find out for the very first time and i'm not going to give you a lot of time to think about it i'm just going to throw it on you oh great. my
0: god very first Lord, time is yours. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well i had a car accident this has to be like music related oh or? no it
1: could be anything related Uh oh
0: okay i have a uh i had an accident before when i was younger
1: (laughs) oh
2: yikes
0: it's um the how it it happened was funny like i was um really young sitting next to my sister on the school bus and and it was raining outside so there was condensation in the windows of the school bus yeah so i stood up on my seat and started drawing like the idiot that i am (laughs) and the car turns and then I fell, I hit my head and I had stitches.
1: Whoa. <laughs> I don't my. think
0: not a lot of people know that.
1: <laughs> yikes, my goodness. Oh my yikes.
0: <laughs> Sorry, this wasn't that funny, huh? No, no,
1: that was that's <laughs> yeah, pretty brutal I mean, But um I, yeah, but,
0: but, yeah, that's, um, that's I like the movie draw. scene.
1: <laughs> my gosh. But you were okay afterwards, just a little yeah. cut up, you
0: know? No, 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 I was fine. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh my goodness, gracious. So what happened? Did it how did the bus like what happened? Did it turn? Was it a
0: so i was just like you know drawing on the list, under a window like a really <laughs> cute kid like oh cool going home and then the bus turned and i fell so <laughs> yeah that's what happened no one really knows that did your I friends think,
1: help or there was anybody around
0: oh yeah no no, no. yeah my sister was like like,
1: yeah
0: not pretty sorry to yeah, was have this on the podcast <laughs> that
1: was a pretty good one though it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad I-
0: all right. I oh, cool, I thought it was fact. something like really bad, like a question that you're going to ask me, like, who do know, you right? not like in industry or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. This is good. This is fine. I expect the worst. <laughs> it
1: might not good be
0: that fun. interesting for a podcast, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that was pretty cool. That was a unique uh, fun fact there. Oh, my. Well, I've got to ask you, if you weren't a composer, what would you be doing right now?
0: wow okay i thought about this there's so many things i want to do i would either be a photographer or oh. a life coach
1: oh nice yeah. yeah you could still do both what's interesting <laughs> about those two is they're so different you know in terms of the uh creative aspect of those now yeah. you know would kind of inspire you to do both and do you take any photos now
0: well yeah just um you know portraits i like to mm. take portraits or landscapes like yeah. anything in the moment something so magical like when you take pictures, like that's it, that's the moment, that's it. And I don't know, that's, I always like the, you know, just not that I have a really cool camera, but like just there's different angles you can shoot on certain things and it looks aesthetically pleasing in oh, yeah. different angles. So it's cool to understand that. And obviously, like I'm a millennial, I like to take pictures of everything. <laughs>
1: you take a lot of selfies there? Are you you take a oh, little no, selfie?
0: No no. no, no, not selfies, but like a just. Duck face selfie there. Enjoy. Red candid pictures of friends or you know landscapes of the beach or something it's it's fine uh so <laughs> so that no, like a hobby. No duck
1: face selfies there
0: oh the, uh... no no god no <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of person instagram. <laughs> no,
1: no 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 not that um, my
0: instagram little... is filled with, no 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 my my instagram is filled with all now is filled with all mountain because I, oh. I work in topeka now so i i took pictures of the mountain and like the same shot can have in different times of the days have different colors every nice. single day. It's crazy. The, nice. the sky was purple. Last week. It's like I didn't. So yeah, yeah my Instagram is that thing.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. That's actually pretty cool. Um, I like. And that And as kind
0: for like, life coach. You know, I just I like to talk to people. I like to understand. Like I said, I like to know their story. Like I like to help people. So that would be something that interests me too, or like counselor. You know, um, something that gets me. Like if I will feel that it's really rewarding if I can help someone in that way so oh, i think nice. the combination of those two things let's music i guess like good because when you're doing this being a composer same with being a filmmaker and all that you're getting to know people oh, you're yeah. hanging out with people people yeah. person you're networking but you're also creative so it's a little bit of both i think
1: oh it's so so true any other projects or anything that you want to share before we wrap this wonderful conversation
0: i think that's it so right now i'm just focusing on that five films that's yeah. going to come out in may and uh, los angeles asian pacific film festival and the concert in uh in august the sala Film concert and i think that's it for now that's, that's- enough to keep me busy for a while. Uh, No,
1: I don't even know how you do it. This is fantastic.
0: Very hard. No
1: sleep, huh? You getting any better sleep now or what?
0: No, definitely not. These like not at all. Yeah,
1: yeah, I hear you on that. Five hours is like a dream. I can never get even five nowadays.
0: Not at all, and especially because you have a day job too. So it's like you're doing both. You're freelancing and doing um, and being an assistant. So, but so far I'm happy. You know, I'm I I like all the projects I'm working on. You know, I still. Get time to, you know, you know, friends, get to meet people, get to watch movies, you know, s- sleep occasionally. <laughs> but
2: uh,
0: it's good. I- I'm very happy right now.
1: A salute to that. Now, is there any advice that you would like to share with someone that might be listening to this podcast right now who may want to do what you're doing right now? But maybe they don't know where to start or maybe they don't have the resources. Is there any advice you would give that individual?
0: I think i think if you don't have any resources like ask around you know people that you know the people that you trust if they know anyone who is working in this industry who we can connect with and learn from and maybe they can bring into some networking events or you yourself can search there's so many events in la you know like there's so many art exhibitions uh, concerts whatever screenings like go to those and then you're going to meet people and you know ask someone out for coffee ask them how they got to where they are like just get active, get out there, and don't stay at home. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. So true. Yeah, <laughs>
0: great walk. advice. Yeah. Walk everywhere in LA. There's people everywhere. Directors, filmmakers, writers, producers, actors, composers, everywhere. Oh, yes. And in LA. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Great, great advice right there. And before we wrap, feel free to plug anything you wish. You know, Websites, Twitter, Facebook, uh-huh. how, you know, web page, anything that you would like to share to allow folks that are listening to get in touch with you and to stay up to date.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're interested in what I'm doing, you know, I always keep my website very up to date. So my website is just J-O-Y-N-G-I-A-W dot com. It's my name. You can find everything on there. And, you know, if you're cool, reach out to me. I'll get a (laughs) coffee. Let's hang out.
2: Yeah. You have an excellent website too, by the
1: way.
0: Oh, thank you. I did it all myself. I'm so proud. Like I'm not a website designer, but I'm very proud.
1: (laughs) Cool. Good deal. Good deal. Nice. Nice.
0: So, you know, Reach out. <laughs>
1: Love that. By the way, that's one thing that I think is important, too. You know, we are our own entrepreneurs, our own companies, our own oh, yeah. marketing team. So you got to make oh, a good yeah, website. Definitely. You got to learn these things. And these are all skill sets, that I think, are so, so critical.
0: Yeah. I mean, because, you you know, when you're starting, you know, you can't really get an agent or I have a publicist right now, but you can't really get agents or uh, managers yet. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, sometimes you don't have money for a web designer or something like that. But you you do it all by yourself. Right. You have to get active. You have to be your own entrepreneur, which is very good advice. Oh, yes. You know, you said next. That's, That's so true. Get out there and do it.
1: Salute to that. Now, how can folks get in touch with you, though?
0: Well, my email is on my website, but I can say it here is just J-O-Y-N-G-I-A-W at gmail.com. If you want to reach out or interested to hear more or let me get to know you or if you have any questions, I would love to connect, make new friends.
1: Your <laughs> website address and Twitter.
0: Twitter. is So I'm very lucky because my, my last name is so weird that no one in the I think I'm the only join Yale in the world. So if you wanna find me in any social media platform, it's just my name. If you type that, that's me.
1: Right. <laughs> I nice. don't have
0: yeah, it's really easy to reach out.
1: Good stuff. I just want to make sure we leave that there for our other creatives that might want to reach Thank out you. to you. Absolutely. <laughs> and it has been a treat having oh you. Oh my
0: God. It's so much podcast. fun talking to you.
1: Yay. Good stuff. Why I really appreciate you coming on the show and Know, sharing your backstory some of your passion some of these wonderful wonderful projects and of course sharing that wonderful piece we played there at the break my oh, god you. <laughs> you've got a uh, a bright future ahead and a brilliant creative mind and thank you, know, you. I, I think there's a lot of good things coming and thank uh, you so much oh, well I, I appreciate you coming on and chatting it up and sharing your story and inspiring our listeners there and gosh i think it's time to uh fade out here joy what do you think
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds good thank you again max for having me this has been such a great conversation
1: oh absolutely it's been my pleasure and it's a it's an honor to have you on the program and ladies and gentlemen you need to check her out if you're not already <laughs> doing so already my goodness stop by her website add her on twitter you know do all those <laughs> crazy cool things to connect with her because uh gosh talk about outstanding my goodness, the filmmakers so. out there, you've got a composer here, you know,
2: Oh, uh, out
1: here and uh and uh, my you God, know,
0: you're the sweetest. Thank you, you so much. Her <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank well, It's you. my pleasure. And uh, oh, gosh, ladies and gentlemen, that was joy. Now, make sure you check her out, folks. And on that note, we will be back with more after this break. You are listening to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole, and I host this show, and hopefully you are feeling inspired. It's been a wonderful time tonight. I want to remind everyone that you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Make sure you subscribe to us there. Greatly appreciate that. Obviously, please spread the word about the show. Follow us on Twitter, at Cinema After Dark. Again, thank you all for listening, and we will be back with more shortly. And welcome back to the show here tonight. Before we wrap, I want to thank our guest tonight, Miss Joy. Yeah, what a great discussion that was. My goodness, is she making beautiful music? We really love our composers. They are fantastic. Most importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning into this podcast tonight. Obviously, the show does not exist without you listening. So please continue to spread the word about this podcast. And thanks again for lending
2: your ears.